Hello, my loves. Hello, my friends. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Sacred Jellyfish Podcast. Today, I hope you are being gentle with your body, gentle with your vessel, and holding compassion for yourself because, in whatever way you are showing up for yourself today, that is the way you need to show up for yourself in order to exist today, and that is okay. We are always doing our best with what we have. Emotions fluctuate over time, feel the full spectrum of being human in whatever capacity that is today. Yeah, so just sit with your body, give appreciation to it, take a few deep breaths, anchor into your center, your truth, wherever they might lay today. Your center might be in your feet, your center might be in your stomach, your center might be in your heart, whatever part of your body that makes you feel grounded, that makes you feel centered when you think about it land there, arrive there, give gratitude to that spot, that sanctuary. Today I am feeling a little bit anxious and you know that's okay. Again, holding compassion for yourself through all the elements. I realize that I've been feeling more anxious than usual but at the core of that I feel like I've always been an anxious person. I just haven't given myself the room to actually acknowledge that. Um, you know, growing up, I felt like being anxious was a weakness. If I saw an anxious person, I thought, you know what, they can't show up for themselves, they can't anchor into themselves, they can't X, Y, and Z, but that was just a projection because I couldn't really tune into my anxiety, I couldn't feel it in my body, I didn't give myself the room to dive into that, for me, it feels like an uprooted sensation in my body, a sensation in my body that doesn't feel grounded, that feels uncertain, that doesn't have a deep-rooted sense of trust in the future, in current events, in other people, in myself. And so there's a lot that goes into anxiety. Anxiety is a sensation that can be linked to many different roots, many different root systems, many different belief systems, and through this whole experience, through this life experience, I might never get to all those individual root systems because sometimes digging deep into a shadow might not serve me at this time, might not be the best for me mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and so remembering that whatever you have the capacity of arriving for yourself, whatever emotions you feel the capacity of holding hold those emotions and don't feel the need to dig deeper than you need to in order to arrive there for yourself um a couple nights ago before this last thursday um i tuned into a somatic practice zoom call and in the zoom call they had a lot of beautiful notes that I decided to take and I wanted to share with you. Um, The theme of the Zoom call was familiarity and what was dying within our reality that felt that used to feel so familiar to us. And a key point that I really got to during this meeting and a key point that was talked about was instead of judging a part that feels uncomfortable, triggered, anxious, instead of being 
and asking it, how can I heal this? How can I get rid of it? How can I fix it? Fix this part of me. Within that idea comes this belief that you're broken, that this part of you cannot exist within your reality because it just doesn't feel right. But instead of asking this part, how can I fix you? Instead, ask this part, how can I tend to you? How can I show support to you emotionally, physically? How can I make you feel safe? How can I coexist with you? And within your experience, you're going to have so many different parts that arise within you that feel triggered, that feel anxious, that feel depressed, that feel yucky, that feel heavy, that feel just spiky and so many different feelings will arise within your physical body and your physical body your whole experience is just a mind-body connection your mind coexists within your body all these sensations just coexist and spiral and work every day to the best of their capability and instead of trying to always fix your parts instead of always feeling like your self-improvement project instead show up as how can i coexist with this part how can i be a loving parent to this part how can i be a loving partner to myself and that's going to be a key fundamental foundation to set in order to then i guess heal or move on from this part or you know build a better relationship once you build a better relationship with this part of you that feels abandoned for example it's not gonna soon it's not gonna feel abandoned anymore because you're gonna be there for that part and it's going to transform into something lighter something easier carried within your reality um but i yes i've been feeling a little bit anxious lately within my reality and my logical mind steps in and asks why are you feeling anxious when your reality is so simple why are you feeling anxious when you have a good family good friends good social system why do you need to feel anxious right now and i try to invalidate my experience invalidate what i'm feeling in my body in order to make it through the day but essentially that's gaslighting myself because why would you feel that way if this is happening in your life that's so good and the truth is, your external reality might be the most perfect, most beautiful thing you've ever crafted and created for yourself. And of course, hold gratitude for that. But there, don't invalidate the sensations you feel within your body because the sensations that might be coming up might be trauma and it might be your body finally feeling comfortable enough within the external reality to release past trauma that never got the space to be felt before. And so there will be days when your external reality is so calm, so simple, so full of love, but you might feel anxious or sad. And if anything, those emotions are coming up because they finally feel safe to be felt. And that is such a beautiful realization to come to. And for me, it helps me hold so much more compassion for my body, my vessel, for whatever is coexisting within myself that needs to be hugged and cared for and loved and today before I started this episode I felt this abandoned part of me come up and I I was trying to kind of dance it off shake it off um, move my body in some way to help release this energy but sometimes I really just need to sit with myself and talk with myself through it and that could be the hardest choice to come to 
you know like why would I want to sit with this part that's so uncomfortable why would I want to come face to face with that but the truth is like a crying toddler sometimes they just want someone to give them a minute or two of their attention undivided attention even if that minute is full of them crying and screaming they just want someone to hold them in that capacity even if it's you know of them taking up this space that no one held for them before and so I needed to give this abandoned part of me attention even if all I was going to do was say I'm abandoned I feel abandoned tell me I'm abandoned here are all the facts I feel abandoned but um holding space for yourself and showing that abandoned part that you might feel abandoned by someone something something triggered this abandonment but I'm not gonna abandon you I'm right here and showing it that you are here to tend to it and coexist within it is so beautiful and I don't know how many minutes into this podcast episode I already feel so much more deeply rooted within myself and grounded within my orb and my realm and <laughs> mystical-fied, mystical-fied. Um, but yes, so sitting with yourself is the best thing that you can possibly do. And if you can't sit with yourself, if you can't sit with this part of you, try dancing it off, try turning on a song, try distracting yourself, I suppose, in a way that your inner child loved to be distracted. So dancing, drawing, singing, going outside, finding a way to distract yourself in a nurturing way that doesn't suppress it but maybe transforms it in a way that is playful and light and gentle on your heart is beneficial and really a good exercise to tune into um but another key part that i wanted to bring up in this episode was tending to yourself rooting back into your center and remembering that the universe does spiral around your existence and to some people that might sound like a selfish statement that the universe spirals around you but the truth is the universe does spiral around you because everything that coexists within your reality your friends your relationships your job they basically exist because you give them energy to exist if that makes sense. So a relationship that you have, whether it's a partnership, a friendship, um, a parent relationship, whatever relationship that is happening, whatever connection, whatever energy is playing into those relationships, they're playing into that. They're existing because you simply are giving them love. You're giving them um, curiosity. You're being curious with them. You're growing. You're tending to it. And within that, there's a whole existence, there's a whole solar system that exists within your reality because you give it power to exist. And that's so special. And for me, it gives me a sense of purpose and a sense of, okay, like everything that exists in this moment is because I've created it to exist. And it's really beautiful to also come to that realization because, you know, your five-year-old self, your 10-year-old self, your 13-year-old self had a whole different universe was in a whole different universe at that time different parent dynamics different friends different friend groups different relationships at that time and as you grow your universe grows your universe changes and morphs and evolves and it's so beautiful to watch the evolution and to be aware of that evolution and then 
it's just also really fun to daydream and I love daydreaming so much and of course there has to be a balance to everything don't over daydream when you're not present within your reality but at the same time daydreaming gives you the power to create what you want tomorrow to look like and what you want the week to look like and what you want the next year to look like within your relationships and I tell I try to tell people this often is give yourself the ability to daydream and create what reality you want and it could be so abstract it could be totally different than what you have going on currently and be so overly optimistic you don't have to be so logical about every single detail of your life um i know for me that i've noticed that when i am overly logical i it is linked to wanting control over certain things in my life and the idea of releasing control can be so just yucky sometimes the idea of not having control over my finances my relationships um what tomorrow will look like it just makes me feel yucky sometimes it makes my anxiety go bonkers um but the truth is i don't know what tomorrow is going to look like tomorrow can be a totally different day tomorrow can be a life-changing experience and an affirmation that I've been doing lately is, I don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. I don't know what today's going to look like. And that's okay. And just having that statement, that's okay, eases my mind so beautifully. And I really, it's so simple. It's so incredibly simple. And the more you do it, the easier it's going to be to let go of the idea of control and having control. Um, but back to what I was saying was, daydreaming is so powerful and such an easy and fun tool to work with and I want to do it more I have a couple journals going but I tend to take up journal space with other things but allowing yourself to be creative what do you want tomorrow to look like what do you want five years to look like and the cool thing is when you daydream you're giving yourself permission to seek those things in your normal day life and you're, you literally create your perception of the world. You know this. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've heard that you create your reality. And that is, there's so much truth to that. You program yourself to seek things in your day-to-day life. If you tell yourself every day that you hate your life, if you tell yourself every day that you hate people, which I used to do. Growing up, I would say, I hate people. I hate people. I hate people. And within that, I created this reality where I didn't get along with people, that I didn't have many friends, that people were weird, people made me uncomfortable, the coolest person I knew was myself. And obviously, the coolest person you should know is yourself. I'm going to be straight up with you. Yourself, you should be your own best friend first, your own lover first, your own partner first, yada, yada, yada. But back to what I was saying is you create your reality and you create that reality and your subconscious mind will seek that. You'll seek people who are not good people. And so within the past couple years, I've started using the affirmation that I love people. I love life. I love people. I love life. And I've been saying that since like 2020 and I swear to God, it's shifted so much for me. I have created such fundamentally healthy friendships that are mind-boggling and my five-year-old self would be like, hell yeah hell yeah and my friends hold such deep divided just like healthy healing space for me um it's so healing and the reason that exists is because first off I've 
stepped into the idea that I love people, I have healthy relationships, I'm worthy of healthy relationships, and I've also created a healthy relationship within myself that I can talk to myself, I can tend to my emotions, I can give my emotions a safe space to arise in the uncertainty of the world. I will hold myself, I will not abandon my needs. And I'm pretty sure my therapist said this, um, but a couple years back I was talking to her about abandonment and going out in the world and feeling anxiety and, you know, having just feelings like that arise, social anxiety arise. And she basically said, well, if you were at a party, for example, and you started to feel anxious, you have to remember to not abandon yourself. So before you walk out the door to that social event, promise yourself that you will not abandon your needs. So if you are at that social event, and you're feeling thirsty, or you need water, or you need to step outside to take a breath of air, do not abandon yourself. Tend to yourself as if you were so deeply rooted in love with yourself, and you had to take care of your partner. Take their hand, go outside, take a couple deep breaths, allow yourself to take up space. And that idea, allowing yourself to take up space, has been something I've been working on and trying to work on, and Healing isn't linear. I'm going to have days where I am horrible at taking up space, but there's going to be days where I'm really good at taking up space. And on those good days, words of affirmations, like acting like I am a puppy, trying to train a puppy, give myself praise, so much praise. So I program my mind that this is good. You're doing good by taking up space. This is what we want from you. This is what we need from you. This is makes the body happy. Um... But yeah, you basically create your reality and the first step within doing that is to show up for yourself. And, oh my gosh, I love doing these podcast episodes when I'm in this flow state because it reminds me that, like, even though I'm I'm literally sitting in my room talking to myself, but someone will hear this and it it just makes me so happy. And so if you are still listening to this, I, I love you. I love you so much and I'm sending you such a big hug. And, oh, a paradigm, paradigm shift that I, oh my gosh, I literally, the cool thing is conversations are so powerful. They're so powerful. I love having deep conversations about things. It makes my heart so happy. Um, so I was talking with my boyfriend and we, we were talking about love and, um, the idea of love. And as I was telling him this, I was literally coming to the epiphany myself, is there's a difference between loving something and being in love with something. And an affirmation that I always use is, I'm in love with life, I'm in love with people, I'm in love, or, wait, an affirmation that I always use, my lord, my dog, an affirmation that I always use is, I love life, I love myself, I love my job, I love nature, I love, I love love, just I love my existence, I want is love, everything I touch, love, everyone I see, love, and I realized though that there's a difference between loving something and being in love with something, and I think that we're totally going, (laughs) we're going down a whole different road now, but um, yeah, so 
there came a point within our relationship where we started saying I love you but we didn't know the meaning of that yet because none of both of us I guess I feel like I haven't I don't know. Love is such an interesting thing. There's so many different definitions of love and to love someone and to be in love with someone. And I've really trained my pro- programmed and trained my subconscious mind that I am in love. I'm in love with everything I touch, everyone I see. But then there's something deeper to that where you're actually like in love with someone. And I told him that there's a difference between loving something and being in love with something. And I was talking to him a couple days ago and I asked like, when did you realize you were in love with me? But he said it was after you told me that where it was a paradigm shift. And I realized that within my life, I'm going to love so many different people. But the person that's going to be my soulmate is myself. And within that, I cannot abandon myself again I have to show up for myself I have to be there for myself because through all my relationships through all my friendships throughout all my connections throughout all my life situations the one person I'm always 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 gonna have is myself and I also cannot put the pressure of having someone else there to take care of me onto someone because of course having someone there to take care of you that's a bonus to life you know but actually the only person who's going to show up for you day after day after day after day is yourself. And of course, there's going to be days where you can't show up for yourself as well as you did the day before. And on those days, it's good to communicate to your partner, to your friends, to whoever you feel close to at that time, that someone outside of you, that, hey, I'm having a hard day showing up for myself. Can you be here for me in some way? Can you hold space for me in some capacity? And that's really healing to communicate. Um, But through life, the only person who's going to be so deeply in love with you is yourself. And that's something I do want to communicate, I think, within my relationship. Because after talking about this, I don't think I have, is the idea that I want you to show up for me. I need you to show up for me within this relationship, within this partnership. But I need you to show up for yourself more. I need you to show up for yourself more because if you do not show up for yourself, how can you ever show up for me? How can you ever hold that healing space for me? How can you ever love me? How can you truly love me if you don't have that sense of love for yourself? And the interesting thing is, is there's this quote that goes, you can't love someone if you don't love yourself. And there's truth to that. And there's also truth outside of that, which is you can love someone and not love yourself. But I think within that idea is the love you have for that person is more so attachment, is more so just infatuation, is lust. But when you really anchor deep within yourself, if you know at your core you love yourself, I think it's more natural that you would love other people because you now know what deep-rooted love is. So now you can tell other people that you love them and actually know what love is. Um... And honestly, the most powerful love you can have is for yourself. But then I was also thinking that the first love I've ever felt in my life was the love for my mother. You know, you're in her womb. That's the first connection you develop. That's the first person you become dependent on outside of yourself. Because you literally have to become dependent on your mother, become dependent on your parent figure 
to exist, to learn how to exist, to learn how to function in this world. And so I was really thinking about it when I was looking at my boyfriend the other day. I was like, do I love him? And then I was trying to compare with the feelings that I had for him to the first time I really, really felt it. And the first time I really, really felt it was my mom. And I remember growing up and witnessing her and as she would get ready to go out, she would like spray perfume and she would smoke weed and she was just a fucking goddess. Honestly, she was such a goddess. And I do notice myself also morphing into that, which is so beautiful. Literally so beautiful. makes me emotional thinking about how I am slowly morphing into the divine woman that I got to witness growing up. And I had so much love for her. And it wasn't like I was, oh, I was in love with her. It was like, I didn't even know how to explain it. Um, But I also did a mushroom trip last March, I think. And during that mushroom trip, we watched Moana. And I tell everyone this story. (laughs) We watched Moana. And I felt so outside of my body I felt the most ungrounded I've ever felt in my freaking life the mushrooms were taking me somewhere um but she I needed her to be there for me and so she sat on me (laughs) to help me like you know weighted blanket situation um but then she hugged me and when I tell you it was the best hug I've ever felt in my life it felt like I was hugging the actual heart chakra I don't even know how else to describe it I felt like a tiny kitten. I, like, snuggling into my mother. I felt like the heart hugging heart. I felt like I was hugging all the love in the world. I felt like I was embodying all the love in the world. But I realized that I was literally hugging the first love I've ever felt, and that was my mother. And I do often link that back to, I often compare that to every love I've ever felt. And now thinking about it, I've only loved four people in my life like truly been in like so infatuated in love with them and that's like the love that I had for my mother the love that I have for myself the love I had for a deeply uh, friendship and then this new idea of love um, within this relationship so it's really interesting how there's so many different loves that you'll have Every, there's friendship love, there's love you have for yourself, the love you have for your parents, and the love you have for your partner. And so there's so many different types of loves you will experience in this life, which is so beautiful. And it also makes me wonder, like, what other types of loves will I experience in this life? And, but then going back to the original idea is the best love, the most nurturing love, the deepest love you should feel is the love for you, for yourself, the love you have for yourself. And to tend to yourself and not abandon yourself and anchor deeply rooted, deeply, anchor into yourself. Um, And a practice that I have and I want to recommend to you is writing a paragraph, writing however, a couple sentences about something that makes you feel deeply rooted, that you know in your heart's heart to be true for you. An example um, I can read to you, actually. I'm going to go grab my journal. So I wrote this, I believe, um, back... November-ish of 2021. Um, So I obviously this is outdated and I recommend doing it once a year. Um, But also if you find a paragraph that just really sticks with you and it works for you, then stick with that. Um, But this is what I wrote. Grounded sense of self. 
I am grounded within the roots of my inner wisdom. I have a deep understanding of the divine power I hold. I am energetically in tune with the energy around me and within me. I am empathetic and supportive of the people around me. I acknowledge acknowledge situations with love as they are placed for my highest good and growth. I find sovereignty in my wisdom as I know it is a direct download for me to help me grow. I am able to reclaim back my energy and my power from situations that do not serve me. I am deeply rooted and connected to the earth and acknowledge her sacred spirit. I am an anchor for myself and others. I am able to hold loving space for myself and others. My greatest wish is to shine love upon this planet as I navigate this one sacred life. I am the embodiment of love. I see love in everything I do. I find and give beauty to the small things around me. I bathe in the miracle of my existence. I am worthy of being here now. And then a couple truths that I wrote is other people's projections cannot affect me when I have a strong sense of self. If I do feel triggered, if someone projects something onto me that is not constructive, then it simply means a part of me believes it to be true. And I will step forth to give that part of me love and attention. Otherwise, I don't let it affect me. I let it go. I let it roll off my skin. I let it become a cloud that slowly drifts by within my reality. I take everything around me in as information. So obviously, I wrote this a couple years ago, so it needs to be retuned, refined to grow and evolve with me and who I'm becoming. But those are a couple, um, that's like a good sentence that I like to go back to whenever I'm having limiting beliefs or I'm feeling really triggered within my reality or I don't know who I am. I can kind of return back to this paragraph to feel more anchored deeply into who I am and what I want to become. And I want to go back to one sentence that really stuck out to me, and it was, Um, I'm the embodiment of love. I see love in everything that I do, everything I am. I find and give beauty to the small things around me. I bathe in the miracle of my existence. I'm worthy of being here now. And also that last sentence, I'm worthy of being here now. Um, I think growing up, you know, I was so outside of my reality simply because it was safe for me to exist there. My current reality, abusive, disgusting, icky, made my body not feel safe. (laughs) And so the affirmation I'm worthy of being here now now my reality is safe now I'm anchored I there's no yelling going on there's no abuse going on it feels safe for me to exist here and allowing my body telling my body that it is safe for me to exist here it is safe for me to be here I am worthy of being here now is so 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 important and it gives my body just such a beautiful sense of ease um but yeah, remember, you are love, and there's no lack of love in the universe. I um, I really heard that affirmation, I think, like a year ago or something, where there's no lack of love in the universe, and there will be days where I feel a lack of love within my reality, or I feel like my boyfriend isn't giving me enough love, or my friends, they haven't talked to me for a couple days, they don't love me anymore, and these limiting beliefs will come up. Um, but when those things come up, I, first off, I don't want to project it to the other person. I want to tune into myself first and be like, where am I not giving myself love within my reality? And then outside of that, I can communicate constructively and be like, hey, I feel like I want to reconnect with you in some way. Lately, I've been feeling like there was maybe a lack of attention within our connection or that's just how I'm feeling. Um, do you want to go do something? Do you want to talk on the phone? Can I spend time with you? And exercising how you feel 
communicating how you feel is the best thing you can do for yourself in your relationships because it's also going to help you vent out people and things that no longer serve you and within that you won't hold anything in which means you won't ever suppress anything and communication is hard it takes a lot a lot of our parents were not good communicators and we took that on but the more that we communicate with ourselves the more we talk with ourselves the easier it's going to be to talk with other people around us and to connect with people and to ground deeply with people and to love love and to love life and to just explore and experiment and exist and existing can be really hard sometimes trust me we have so much going on within our reality we have things we want to heal we have things we want to blossom and grow within our reality we have people and places and things that are always shifting being human can be really fucking hard sometimes know that you have to show up for yourself you can't abandon yourself you have to be there for yourself and if you feel like days you can't communicating that to other people is so important (sighs) but if you're still here take a couple deep breaths ground back into your body give your body some gratitude give yourself some grace you are existing that is so powerful and you are so strong within that (sighs) yes 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 Um, but I think that really is it for this episode. I feel like I covered a good amount of topics and I feel really good with where I'm at energetically and energized. I'm feeling energized still. So I want to end on a good note, but thank you here for, thank you for being here. Thank you for existing. Um, thank you for listening and being a supporter to this podcast. It means the world to me. This is just like a simple practice that I like to do um to get my thoughts across and then to connect with other people um i send you so much love and if you want to connect deeper with me if you want to ever talk um you can dm me on instagram at luca underscore love underscore 44 and yeah i hope you have a beautiful day beautiful night beautiful morning whenever you are listening to this and i'm sending you love i love you Bye bye